In studio, we've got Ryan Hawkins and a lot to recap with this Atlantic basketball standout as he's had a couple of different opportunities with some NBA teams in summer league. And now the big uh, million dollar question is what's next. So I guess we'll start with that. Ryan, as, uh, as you weigh your options for where you're going to play basketball next year, what are some of the things you're uh, sorting through and what does the outlook maybe look like? Uh, it's different. It's a lot different than anything I've done, but uh, the biggest thing is going to be trying to find a place that uh, fits my basketball needs as far as the way I play and like the style of basketball I like to play. Uh, and then the other part of it is making sure I'm in a good spot. Uh, for me, I'm in a safe spot. Uh, you know, some of those European teams, there's obviously a little bit of conflict over in Eastern Europe right now, so trying to stay away from there. But uh, I've had a lot of interest both overseas and still here in the U.S., so uh, sorting through those options and weighing the opportunities. And uh, good news is I got a little bit of time to decide what I want to do. How much time? What is kind of the um, when do you maybe expect to have a more clear picture on where you're going to be? Oh, probably 10 days to two weeks from now. A lot of pieces have to fall into place still, and uh, hopefully I'm one of those pieces. Are you nervous about it? Oh, absolutely. Well, when you talk about your fit, style of play, what exactly are you looking for? Uh, Professional basketball is just so much different than the high school and college levels where, uh, you know, even at the college level, there's times that it gets selfish. Uh, but I've been blessed to play with two programs that are very good about playing unselfish uh, offensively and then playing team defense. And you don't always find that at the next level. Uh, so making sure I'm in a system that has good guards that know how to use their bigs and their shooters uh, to their advantage would be a uh, big, big fit piece that I'm looking for offensively. And then defensively finding a team that plays team defense, not one-on-one ISO defense, because that is far from my strength. But uh Overall, really excited going into this next couple of weeks and uh, finally get to be home for a little bit, and it'll feel good to hang around here for a couple of days. So you got some big opportunities with the Golden State Warriors, California Classic for a short stint, and then the Toronto Raptors in the Las Vegas NBA Summer League for about a 10-day stretch. Let's talk about the your opportunity with the Warriors, first of all. How did that come about? Uh, just the overall like energy in that uh, organization was unreal. They came off the NBA Finals win uh, a couple days before I got out there. So it's uh, you have that buzz around the facility where it's uh, just a fun energy everywhere you go. Uh, obviously, it's a great organization. They know what they're doing. Uh, I got a lot of feedback that week that I was out there with them. Uh, didn't play as much as I would have liked, but that's to be expected your rookie season. Uh, Coming out undrafted, they're going to focus on their draft picks and their guys from previous years that they've got a lot of money invested into. But it was still a good learning experience, and it was a really good, I thought, preparation for Vegas because I had the experience and understood how things were going to run offensively, defensively, and then also off the floor. That's a big part of it. Now you're professional. You don't have somebody texting you your schedule for the day, you know, 9.30 breakfast, 10 o'clock film. It's, all right, here's your day. You've got the entire day up until the game. Uh, so now you got to be a professional about it. And so that was a lot different for me, uh, especially when you're in San Francisco for 10 days or however long I was out there. You're living out of a hotel room. You don't have a car. Uh, downtown San Francisco, you want to go somewhere, you got to either walk a mile to go get food or you got to Uber Eats. Uh, so it was just a really, really good learning experience for me heading into Vegas. What was the feedback they gave you? Uh, <laughs> to be six seven, be able to shoot it, it's very helpful in the NBA. So... 
Uh, a lot of the feedback I got is if you can prove you're a 40% three-point shooter in the game, you'll find a place to stick. Uh, so now the next part of that is find an opportunity to prove that I can shoot it at 40%. From there, you went to the uh, Toronto Raptors Las Vegas Summer League or NBA uh, 2K23 Summer League and got a chance to play there at least in a few games. How'd it go for you? I think I proved I was a 40% shooter there. Uh, had a couple games where a couple shots didn't fall early, but I kind of tried to stay positive and then ended up hitting three in a row at the end of a game that kind of opened some eyes, had a lot of calls the next day. My agent was busy, which is a good problem to have. So uh, I think that day really helped me. Uh, and then our game Sunday, I didn't shoot it great, uh, but I took a lot of open looks and I was aggressive offensively. I think I only made three of them, but you know, if I make three more, everyone's talking about, holy cow, a kid shot over 50% from three. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll take it. It was a good experience, and I think I proved myself. Yeah, you had that deep three-pointer that that clip went viral. What was that like? And you said your agent was very busy after <laughs> that, but what kind of described that uh, that moment in that play? I mean, we were down 12 at the time, and I'd hit two before it. Uh, and I felt like they were from the same spot, and then I watched the replay and realized it was from the logo. I was like, eh, probably shouldn't have taken it, but it went in, so... We'll, we'll live with it. I would say a lot of your uh, maybe uh, value as a player could be based on things that aren't uh, you, you can't really measure statistically. So how did you try to show your worth even if you weren't getting as many minutes as you wanted or the opportunities on the court? Uh, practice was a big part of that. Uh, like you said, there's so many guys there that they just check the measurable boxes. Well, you know, only a handful of guys are going to check all those boxes. You know, they got the 10-and-a-half-inch hands. They got the 7-foot, 2-inch wingspan. They got 40-inch vert. Like, not everyone's going to check all those boxes, so I'm trying to stand out, uh, even if it is just in practice with my uh, my vocal play, whether it's defensively, offensively, using my voice to make sure that everyone on the team's organized, not necessarily trying to be a leader in there, but trying to be a basketball player, making sure that everyone's on the same page, uh, so the teamwork side of things is going to be huge for me moving forward just because everyone loves a good teammate. Uh, so that's one of my focuses. And then the other one is just my intensity. You can, you can cover up a lot of uh, athletic I don't know, shortcomings, whatever you want to call it, uh, just by playing more intense than somebody else. If you're trying harder and you're competing harder, uh, that's going to show up, and they're going to take somebody that's going to play hard for 40 minutes and someone that's going to be super athletic for 20 minutes. So uh, trying to prove that. This whole thing has been a really essentially a big, long job interview or chance for you to showcase yourself. Has that been stressful? Has, have you just been laid back having fun with it? What's that? What's your mindset been like? Uh, I was really stressed going into the first practice with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, about five minutes into it, I realized how bad I was doing because I was so stressed. And so I, I kind of tried to change my mindset and go into it and have fun, try and make it the most fun that I could have. Uh, and from then then on, shots started falling. I started playing a lot better, uh, and I had a lot more fun. So that was really the big emphasis the last four weeks for me, and uh, I think I had fun. I think I made a good impression uh, in both of those job interviews. So, I mean, I already kind of t asked you a little bit about some opportunities moving forward, but uh, I guess if you could just kind of zero in on what exactly you're maybe like an ideal situation for you, what are you hoping to be able to – lock in here in the next week to 10 days one ideal would be like an nba supermax deal where it's five years <laughs> 200 million but i don't think that'll happen so uh i mean realistically uh 
I don't want to say it's not about the money because obviously the money's pretty good in basketball, but I want to make sure I find the right fit. And if that means sacrificing a little bit of money, I'm perfectly okay with that to make sure I'm happy both on and off the floor. Uh, I think there's going to be a couple organizations that reach out in the next couple days uh, from the U.S. that will uh, pique my interest a little bit. I'm not sure who they are yet or anything like that, but uh, my agent's still been busy even after Vegas, so I think that's a good sign for me. And um, if I have to go over to Europe, I will. It's not like that's the end of the world, but I don't foresee that happening. All right, now we're getting to the real important part. We're going to let Coach Varg grill you. Okay. What have you got for us, Coach? Yeah, I, I'm going to take one of your quotes and just have you kind of explain a little bit more because we, we have a lot of kids that listen to you and look up to you. You said at Golden State the difference was when you started having fun. What does, it, what does that look like? Because obviously you're, you're trying to make a team, you're trying to impress coaches, but you find yourself doing worse. How did you get yourself in that mindset of being like having fun and making remembering it's just a game that you started back in a while? Uh, I've always been a big believer in the looser you play, the better you play. And if you're not having fun, you're not going to play well. Uh, so for me, having fun means encouraging my teammates. It doesn't mean you don't worry about shots going in. Like, you're not going to make every shot. You're going to focus on the next shot and making sure that, hey, if I get a great shot, I'm going to take it. But if not, I'm going to pass it and get my teammate a better shot. And so start celebrating the success of others and the success of the team as a whole and not your individual performance. I think that's what it means for me anyway to start having fun and, uh, I mean, being a great teammate's fun. Being out there celebrating, you get 15 guys in the gym that are all, you know, ecstatic when someone hits a tough shot. That's fun. It's not fun when you're worried about, oh, I went two for seven today. I got I to make sure I get 10 shots next game. That's not fun. That's not fun for me. Thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. Always great to see you. Thanks yeah, so thank much. you. Thank you, Bennett.